I mean, I had a wonderful day, I must admit, in Houston, Texas. I thank the Lord that the storm did not come through here like it did in some other parts of the South. They had a storm. They had people down here buying up everything and trying to board up stuff and all that to counteract what God's going to do. But, Dave, let me tell you something. When God moves his fingers, there ain't no kind of preparation you can have. All you can do is just pray and, 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 and hope that you stay covered by the Lord because God going to do what he going to do. But we thank the Lord that Houston, Texas was not as affected, affected rather, <laughs> as they said it was going to be. Now, I do uh, feel sorry for some of those other counties and parts of uh, Texas and Louisiana that were affected. Some of those places they showed on TV look like um, little match sticks that look like tornadoes had gone through there rather than a hurricane. But, um, you know, we thank God for the uh, mercy and his grace that he bestowed on Houston this time. But we've had some terrible storms, that's for sure. Do you remember any of the real bad storms, uh, Queenie? No, I would not. <laughs> no, it was no Tina, but it was definitely an Ike. I remember Ike. Ike came through here and whooped us like he did Tina. That's for sure. Became a celebrity that week. Yeah, and, and catch me and check me out. I know that's right. Where's old Trainer Ray? Is he on here yet? No, he's not on here yet. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's fine. I mean, you know, he may be dealing with something up there in the dirty Mississippi. 
you know, that old storm will sweep down through there too. It, it, we, it definitely ain't immune to hitting Mississippi because that storm going to stay a storm for a while all across the, the uh, lower southeast uh, United States. But let, let's, let's talk about uh, the fact that I had to go to the dentist today. I, I don't wish that on anybody. Let me tell you something. The dentist is a necessary evil. You know, when, you, when your mouth ain't right, your, 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 your life ain't right. So I had to go to the dentist today, y'all. I haven't been to the dentist. Ooh, I, I'm almost ashamed to say it's been well over a decade since I've been to the dentist. One uh, reason for not going to the dentist was insurance. First of all, I have been an independent contractor for about two decades. Uh, yeah, I'm a barber. You know, I don't, have, I don't, I don't punch the clock nowhere. The only thing I punch is uh, uh, some clippers, and um, so you know, it, it's it's not easy as a um, entrepreneur to always secure some insurance. But um, I have, I luckily I have a, a, a nice insurance plan right now that allows me to go get my mouth fixed. So I took my behind in there and got rid of some teeth that needed no more to be in my mouth. So I got rid of those, and I'm glad to say that it was not a horrible experience as I can uh, remember in the past. It was it was actually quite painless. So I'm, I'm I'm glad to say that those teeth are gone, and I got one other one that needs to be yanked up out of my head. And when it's gone, that'll be complete, and we'll start getting some new ones put in. Because let me tell you something: your mouth health. Well, it's uh, mouth health is uh, pertinent to your entire body health. So you want to keep your mouth, um, you know, taken care of if you can. Well, I was right, you know, in theory, you want to keep all your originals, but let me tell you something, when they got insurance that'll take out the old and put in some new, I'm going with the insurance plan and getting out the old and putting in the new. The the, the new can be just as good as the original. The technology nowadays can get your mouth right back right again. So I'm going with the right back right again uh, theory. So that's what we'll be doing in the next couple of months. But enough about me and my little raggedy mosh, <laughs> so to speak. I, I want to just um, talk about uh, a topic that, that uh, I saw on Facebook this week, and I thought about it, and I did not really know how to answer this question, but I'm going to give it a shot, and let's see what others' opinions are about this. 
The question was, if you and your significant other, your wife, are riding and you go pick up your mother-in-law, or go pick up your mother as a husband, if you and your wife are riding and you go out to go pick up your mother and take her somewhere, who rides in the front seat? Now, that is a question within itself that um, baffles the world. What? You going to do what? All right. Well, I want to say something. First of all, that's not a question. I'm just playing. Uh, it just depends on the two people. If you're dealing with a mother-in-law that's, just, that's dealing with some ailments and stuff, nine times out of ten, you would get out and let her get the first seat. Now, if you got a, a overzealous, boisterous, disrespectful, rude mother-in-law, you know that don't like you or whatever, uh, she can sit in the back seat. But sometimes it depends on that husband you got. That husband you got may worship his mama, you understand me, and not care too much for you. Or he may say, "Baby, let my mama sit in the front seat. Put you in the back seat, like luck." It just depends on the scenario and the and the. I don't think it's a big deal, honestly. I jump out the car. My mother-in-law, I jump out the car and let her get in the front. My mama, I jump out the front because I'm probably gonna go to sleep in the back seat anyway. So it's all good. I've been wanting to. I've been wanting to be. I ain't gonna lie to you. In the back seat for a minute. First of all, because my husband. Is, is visually impaired. And sometimes it's better for me to ride in the back seat so I won't side seat dry. So you got to you got to bring that up. That your husband is visually impaired. Boy, that's tough. But anyway. Did I say that out loud? Yeah, you said that radio real loud. Everybody all over all over radio land with your mess. But the thing about it is, I agree with your what your uh, assessment of this situation is, because I think that there are a lot of variables that have to be taken into consideration with that question. One, like you said, being the relationship between the mother and the uh, daughter-in-law. Second, the uh, relationship between the husband and the wife uh, has to be in consideration. Thirdly, the um, the uh, relationship with, I don't know, it's just a whole lot of mess going on with that. Because you have, you have some mother-in-laws who come with the arrogance that they come first and they above the wife and all that. I'm not one of those people who believe that the mother comes before the wife. The wife, once a man takes a wife, she is his number one priority in the world, period, next to God. You know, she comes first above all other women, above, really above all other people. You know, the Bible tells you that once a man takes a wife, they no longer are two people. They become one. So how can, but, how 
But you know what? So cold-blooded about it, you, like you talk about, with, like we just said about the uh, dynamic of the relationship between the mother-in-law, the mom, the, 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 the husband, you know, the whole dynamic. It just depends on uh, the situation. Like I say, you may have uh, a mom that's, that's uh, uh, 70, 80 years old, you know. She might tell you, baby, I just want to ride. In the back seat, she might not want to ride in the front seat. And then, out of a courtesy, like I say, she might want to, but it said, this is my point, it said that we would even have to put the whole Bible, the whole entire study on the marriage, on the topic of the front seat. But sometimes it is that way when it comes to that relationship between that husband and that wife. Because especially like you dealing with some some in-laws that are out of control and disrespectful, you know, you may end up in a position. Yeah, some some in-laws are more outlaws than in-laws. But uh, come on, you better breathe. You know, you got you got some 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 out, I mean some in-laws that that really are outlaws that are out to destroy your marriage, out to cause confusion in your marriage as often as they can, and usually the, the biggest outlaw in the family is the mother-in-law. You know, because she, she don't hardly think that nobody's good enough for her rotten rag in the sun, but she really <laughs> ought to be glad. Well, she really ought to be glad somebody's out here trying to take care of this fool that you can raise. But, you know, usually, <laughs> usually, them, uh, usually them sons be some some pieces of work, and, and I don't understand how you don't think nobody is worthy of this piece of trash that you raise, you know. So well, I have, I, me, me being a barber, I have seen some of the foolishness that goes on in, in the dynamics that happen in marriages, and in life, you know, in life period, because you tell you something, as a barber, you become a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a psychoanalyst, uh, uh, a and, and everything else, because people will come to a barber shop and tell you things that they won't tell nobody else in this world. They will sit and there you know and what? Uh-huh. And you know what? You're right. You become all of that, and sometimes you just become a mute. Or mine, because some of that stuff that come through that that the men be talking about, even in the beauty shop that the women women talk about, you just have to say, you know what? I don't even know what to tell you on that. <laughs> you know, some of that stuff. Be, but I wanted to say this, you know, as a as a woman that has been, because you know I've been married before. So before you, you have some sack of love, but uh. I learned how to deal with in-laws. And I learned a long time ago that dealing with your in-laws ain't really your responsibility, you know, as far as respect. That's, that's, that's the person you married to that's supposed to deal with. I, there's no way I should be getting into it with your mama about respect. It really, really... Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, there's no way I should be getting into it 
with your mom, or you should be getting into it with my mom. Like my mama, she ain't she ain't disrespectful at all. You know what I mean? Towards our union, my mom one of them. Now don't get me wrong, she used to be that one to tell you and say it, and it, that's because I was married to a, ra- a ratchet mess. But 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 my point is. It's the person, your parents are your responsibility, you know, right. and your 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 spouse should not have to go into a outright battle every time. Let me tell you something. I've seen married couples where when the the in laws come over, they go in their room and close the door because they don't even want to deal with them, you know. But that's your right. family, so in order to, to for you to have time with your family, they go in their room and let you have a house, you know. Well, let me explain something to you that I that I have learned as a husband, as a uh, son-in-law, as a uh, as a grown grown man. Let's let, let's just say it, leave it at that. That first of all, you should never make your mother have your mother and your wife feeling like they are in a in a competition. See, you have to, as as the husband and the son, you have to set the tone for your marriage and that relationship. And what you, the reason why do you do that is off the bat, you let your wife know that she is number one, and you let your mother know that your wife is number one in your life now. See, once once that that groundwork has been established, there is no more competition. You know, when you wave and, and fence and, and treat your mama like she your gal and your wife like she your gal, then you got a problem coming. They both going to feel like they your gal and they on an equal playing field. You know, if you if you set the standards, the, the, as they say, the, uh, the female hierarchy in your life needs to be known by every female. That, I mean, that's including your sisters and all the other female relatives, because let me tell you something about women. Women always compete with one another if you allow them to, if you feel, make them feel like they have to. But if you make your woman feel like she has no reason to compete for your attention, then that will never come up. That's just the way it's to work for me. I, I'm just, I, I, I'm, I'm not no expert in nothing, but I do know how to keep the peace in my life. And I have done that thus far, and I'm going to continue to let it be known. Because you have to set the groundwork for that foolishness before it even rear its ugly head. Because it's going to pop up. Or they're going to try you. Well, I like the way you said that. But I'm going to be real with you about me. I guess it's because I've been through so much dealing with with people and in-laws and, and outlaws and half-laws and wannabe laws, I uh, I honestly don't care. My, I don't care. I won't. I, I'm like this. If a person is so engulfed with their family and you are basically the wife, what do I mean? You are the person that's for... For example, me and you. I'm just using a safe example, not saying this is true. Uh, that's my disclaimer, y'all. Uh, 
Say, for instance, you were so enthralled with your family to where every time I come around, I feel like an outsider. So I'm just going to sit over and let you enjoy your family. You know what I'm saying? First of all, I already know there ain't nobody really concerned about me. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those type of people. I learn how to adjust. I learned how to sit in. First of all, because I'm not there for the family. I'm there for you. You know what I'm saying? And in certain situations that I have been in, I had to learn how to be a part of people's family and what part I play in their family. First of all, and let's be honest, the husband can stand up for the wife all he wants to, okay? But the family is still going to treat the person like they don't exist. And I'm going to tell you why. I, I, you can, for example, if you're that person and you notice it, you go around the family, the family is just so enthralled with other people that join the family. When you come around, they can't stand you. Or they don't even talk to you. Or acknowledge that you're there. You get what I'm saying? You can leave. They wouldn't even know you left. You know? But it don't change the fact you're in love with who you're with. Now, what I suggest for those of you that are going through this type of situation, stop making your spouse go over into the uncomfortable situation. If you're going to go visit your family, don't say, baby, I'm going to go over and hang with my sister. I'm going to go over and hang with my brothers. I'm going to go hang with my mama. I'm going to go hang with. Don't. Make your spouse go because you know what it do. It bring, it makes a spouse resentful. It makes a uh, a spouse feel a certain way, not towards you, but just in that situation. They still love you. They just don't. You gotta stop putting people in uncomfortable situations. You get what I'm saying? Now, right. if you love them, you'll care. You'll care about how they feel, and you'll say, "Well, I'm like this. If the family don't like me, I'm cold." But you go over there and be a part of everything that they're doing because I don't want your relationship with your family to change. I don't want it. it you, know, you know what I'm saying? They don't have to like me well, or receive me. Let me explain something to you, uh, Queen. When a man takes a wife, his, his uh, relationship with his family automatically changes because the dynamics of his family has changed. His family... Uh, his, his mother, sisters, and siblings, or, or, or whoever, you know, brothers, sisters, whatever, his mother, his father, and his siblings uh, automatically have to start taking a back seat because the Bible says that two become one. And I'm not, I'm not going to uh, make my one that's, that's in conjunction with me uh, feel like a subsidiary of my life. Uh, if I if I have her as if I choose her as my wife, and my family has to just automatically uh, understand that, and I, I mean whether they do or they don't, they gonna have to they gonna have to understand. And the thing is, that goes that uh, competition thing that I talked about at first. You never make your wife feel like she's in competition with no member of your family, whether it be your mother, your father, your brother, your sister. None of that. Okay. You're, 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 okay. You're, okay. You're, 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 JD. Feel like JD. Competition with. JD. Okay. I'm, that's yeah. okay. 
I get all that. That's not what I'm saying. I get all that. But that's 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 uh what they call uh, uh in a perfect world. <laughs> but I'm talking to I'm talking to the folks that's, that's dealing with that, right? Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. Yeah, he changed. He changed his pants. Got a new pair of pants, and he walked different, and all that good stuff. But what I'm saying is, if you're dealing, if you are dealing with that type of situation, I'm saying you have to consider your spouse. You have to consider their feelings. You have to consider any and and this is and this is the crazy thing about it that people don't understand. You learn to compromise. You learn to do it. You learn to do it because I'm going to tell you right now, I don't want to be the reason why a person don't go around their family. That's just, that's too, to me, I'm talking about from my experience, to me that's too much. That's too much, you know, to where you say, okay, this is my wife, and then, because then I, then I got to make up for everything that you don't get, you know, from that bond you had. That, that, that ain't how it goes. I'm not talking about the mama and the daddy. I'm talking about just that family connection. You get what I'm saying? And there's some right. women that want you, and I'm talking about the flip side of the coin, there's some women that want you to give up your family. They want you to walk away from your family. Your family don't like them. You get what I'm saying? Because they are like that. What I'm saying is you got to, in all these different scenarios, you got to find common ground and you got to find peace when it comes to marriage or, just get, or, or get a divorce. I'm just saying the, the alternative to it because you got some people that love their family, love them. The love of, but everybody wasn't raised the same. Everybody, you know, you get what I'm saying? All I'm saying. Right. I'm not saying that, that a man should uh, disrespect his wife or uh, or, or, or or she feels like, it, but if your spouse say, well, listen, I don't have no problem with your family, but I refuse, I, and I don't want you to be without your family, but I refuse to let me be a deciding factor in if you have a relationship with them. See what I'm saying? Right. But like I said, right. you got some people that are not mature enough to say, uh, you know how they say, I'll sit this one out? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Baby, just call me after the barbecue. You know, just sit, let me know you made it to the barbecue, you know, or just let me know. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying I'm that type of person because I would rather you go over and be with your family than, than me go over to and I'm sitting over there just as uncomfortable as I could be. I mean, and by to, by to literally – just have a whole anxiety attack and walk out the door, go down the street and walk home. I would rather you have your family and because and, this is what, two hours? <laughs> you know what I'm I can wait for you to come home for two hours. And I'm just saying, in a relationship it has to be some compromises. It has to be it has to be some places where you agree to to disagree. You you and what works for your marriage, but not to the extreme to where it's just like I say, it just depends on the relationship. Let me get off of that. It just depends on the relationship. Let, let, 
let's uh, come up. What, what other topic do you have this week, uh, Queen? Well, like I wanted. Well, this uh, this just in. Did I sing the talk news? This just in. I just made that up, y'all. Look, it says second stimulus check. If a new bill is passed, huh? Now the bill must be passed. Uh, it says must be passed in order for another Corona economic stimulus package or green light uh, or green light a piece of uh. Standalone legislation for another direct payment. But they won't resume the conversation. Okay, anyway, so the conversation is being had about a second stimulus check. Now, and they say that if they approve it, which they won't get back on the topic till after the uh, Republican convention, you know, after they finish their shenanigans, they won't be back on the talk about it till after the Republican convention. My question is, if they get together and they approve this, and they say this don't get here quicker than the last one, which to me, I don't understand what is what quick means when it comes to the stimulus check anyways. But um, they say as soon as they sign it, like a week later, they'll be sending out checks. So my question is, second stimulus check, what would you do with it? Wow. Uh, put it in the bank. That would be my answer. Uh, and, 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 and hold on to it for a second because you don't know where that next, that next lump sum going to come from. Or if it's going to exactly. come, because this, this economy is uh, in a damn shambles right now. Whether people want to believe it or not, Donald right. Trump and, and the Republicans have shook up this whole economy and headed us in a downward spiral uh, back toward a recession, if not toward a depression. So we need to be careful about how we're spending, how we're... Um, Stacking our coins, how we are um, allocating funds for different things because you almost uh, are one bad situation away from being, um, you know, hope. I mean, co- completely bankrupt, completely homeless, completely. You know, it's just it's just a lot of turmoil going on right now. And a lot of uh, uncertainty with this um, administration that we have in office right now. So my answer is put it in the bank and hang on to it, baby. And try mm. to double it up. Mm. Invest it. If you're going to do anything with it, invest it in something that's going to get you another 1200 And see, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Because first of all, $1,200 ain't a lot of money. When it when it sounds like it is, you know, first when the first one came, it was amazing to everybody because it was the first one. It was the first one. Oh, and and it was coming out of nowhere, and it was at an unscheduled time. And for any household, just like an income tax check, you know, everybody excited and out by any and everything at Walmart, you know. But I feel the same way. <laughs> 
You need to be investing that in something or putting it up somewhere. Because the bottom line is the kids are at home. And let me tell you something. You can buy them lunches, okay, unless you done got that little uh that little uh, uh, coronavirus food stamp uh, blessing. You buying yeah, that food. You paying the extra true. life. You got extra water. I'm just saying. Right. You are. Oh, all all the bills increased after they after doing this coronavirus situation. All the household bills because you got you got it, everything is more concentrated on the household now. Like you said, people use more water, more lights, more food, more gas, more everything. And you are definitely going to see an increase in all of those household bills. So you better take that money and do something that's conducive to maintaining that household. So that that is just, you know, that's just common sense. But the thing about common sense, it really ain't that damn common. It ain't, so, it ain't, it ain't. Let's just be real about it. Is gonna pray and 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 see what 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 the uh, other end look like when we get there, because some of us uh, All right. ain't gonna, some of us ain't gonna know until we get there. Because I'm gonna people, tell you right now, I know that I know this is what's gonna happen, JD. The the uh the nail shop gonna be full. What right. that mean? The uh the uh uh. I ain't going to say the beauty salon because now the beauticians come to your house and get you hooked up. Or you go to their house and they hook you up. God damn it. Well, the, um, the, the beauty doctor, supply. What'd you say? They're going to be in there buying uh, that, them, them bundles, as they say. Them bundles. Okay. Another thing, the beauty supply. Now, I... I ain't being racist because I'm black and I know what I'm talking about. This ain't got nothing to do with white folks. This got something to do with my community, 219 Talk Center on my community. So get up out of here thinking that this about you. I'm just here. Beauty supply going to be full, you understand me? And because uh, uh, I'm going to tell you, it's just like they tell you don't go to the grocery store home because you get a bunch of stuff that you ain't going to, you know, and then two days later, you ain't got no groceries. So you don't go to the grocery store hungry, okay? When you get your, yeah. they tell you, they tell you even when you get your paycheck, hold it two days. Hold it two days. So that they little hunger, because it, it's, a, you, let's be honest, when you get a whole lot of money in your hand, something that comes over you, you forget that you need tissue, and you just lose your mind. So the best thing to do, the best thing to do is sit on it. Huh? Put that money up. You need uh-huh. tissue, Mama. We say you need tissue. <laughs> no, we, we we good. I'm just saying. So yeah, we when you get that, it. let's talk about it. But for real, for real, honey, let's talk about it. How when black folks, let me not say black folks, because white folks do this. Now y'all can include uh, everybody in this one. Uh, when you get money in your hand, the first thing you do. And think about all the stuff you don't need. All I'm saying. So sit down, put the money up. Right. And uh, don't call folk and let them know you got it. Yeah, map out a damn plan on what you're going to do with it, first of all. 
That's yeah. the best thing to do. So you hold it for a few days and not out a plan and figure out what you're going to do with it. Don't don't go out buying impulse-type stuff. Huh. Huh. Because that's what happens a lot of times when we get a lump sum. We do impulse buying, and impulse buying is retarded-ass buying. Let's just be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, business buying. Come on. Because you know, doggone well. I, I see some black folks I buy stuff they know they're not going to use. You understand me? Yeah, man, I went out. I went out, man, bought me a surfboard. What you, you been in Houston? What you need a surfboard for? What you need that for? Yeah, man, I went out, man, and got me an, another TV. Income tax just passed and you bought another TV. Come on, what'd you do with the TV from last income tax? Where's all these TVs going? Now, that's another topic right there. These income tax TVs and this income tax furniture that we be buying. But, you know, you ain't hear from me. Right, 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 right. Yes, we're right. Yes, we're right. But, you know, that, that, that's, that's a... a, 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 a uh, that's that's gonna be that's gonna help a lot of households though. I hope it happens. I hope it comes to pass. But uh, I ain't banking on it just like I didn't bank on the last twelve hundred dollars. You know, I'd rather keep on uh, getting it while the getting is good, and, and right. let God keep on blessing my household like He has always done in the past. Right. And, you know, you got some people who are gonna be sitting around waiting on that little ragged twelve hundred, but hey. And gonna have yes. and and listen, and Daddy gonna have anxiety attacks waiting on it. Gonna be right, so right. gonna be so overwhelmed with anxiety checking that mailbox, calling the social security office, everything. Let me tell you something. Oh, listen, let me tell you something. I promise you that the social security office they could pull up telephone records of the last stimulus checks. You had 150 billion plus people calling them saying, "Where my money at? Where my my mama got hers yesterday? My sister got hers yesterday? My child, my my 20 some year old child that got a job got hers yesterday? Where is my money?" Oh yeah, I promise. That's gonna happen. They already know. Okay, let's switch it up. I got another topic. Go ahead. I got another. All right, Kenosha, I think I'm saying that Wisconsin, authorities on Wednesday said a 17-year-old had been charged with homicide after two people were killed and another seriously wounded by gunfire amid a chaotic night of demonstrations and destruction in, in, in Kenosha uh, unleashed by the weekend police shooting of Jacob Blake. Police in Antioch, uh-huh, about 20 miles southwest of uh, Kenosha, said that uh, said they had arrested Kyle Rittenhouse, I think that's his name, Rittenhouse, in the killings. The uh, Antioch resident was charged with first-degree intentional homicide in Wisconsin. Authorities said, but they did not specify whether he was being charged in one fatal shooting or both. The shooting came as self-declared militia members and armed 
uh, counter-protesters have appeared in the city, which is reeling from days of unrest. Authorities have not said whether Rittenhouse is a member of any of the groups. His social media feeds contain messages supporting the police and photos of himself with assault rifles. He uh, he had been a member of cadet programs for local police and fire departments, according to the department newsletter and a statement. This lakeside Wisconsin city became the latest locus of anger over police brutality after Blake, a father of five, was shot by police on Sunday, a recorded incident that quickly went viral and prompted a national outcry. Right. Boom. That's that's the uh, that's the uh, dude that got shot in the back seven times by the law, right? Right. Blake is, and, and, and the uh-huh. one that they talking about came out there. He came out there with an AR-15, a little young white dude, and killed mm-hmm. him three. Well, he killed two and, and wounded one. Mm. And this 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 little dude here is a. Uh, he a damn fool, basically. That's what he is. I'm I'm just saying out loud. He 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 got to be a, a descendant of some Trump supporters because <laughs> they showed the picture, they showed a picture of the little goofy looking little white boy in a um they're like one of them damn Brinks uh security guard uniforms trying to be a well uh, listen to what else it says. But he also had a uh he had a uh damn Blue state trooper type hat on, and and this little white boy been in trouble so many damn times, and all of misdemeanor charges. They they kept him, kept him where he was um able to carry a firearm, but because they did now not this, charge him with. Uh huh. Exactly. Now watch this. It says the Wisconsin Department of Justice said Kenosha police were attempting to arrest Blake when Rustin, uh. Shishki, he names something a seven-year veteran of the department, fired his weapon seven times into the black man's back. The first time officials had identified the officer who shot him. Ain't this a mess? The shooting left Blake paralyzed from the waist down, and it, it has become a flashpoint. In the presidential campaign, ain't this a mess? On Wednesday, it also touched the world of professional sports with the Milwaukee Bucks, normally playing basketball less than an hour from uh, Kenosha, declining to take the court for a scheduled playoff game in protest of police violence. Basketball, I mean, baseball and women's basketball games were also postponed, as players said, they would boycott. The streets of Kenosha have been filled with peaceful mass demonstrations in recent days, but also demanding rise by night in which businesses have been looted and burned. On civilians, many were uh, wielding AR-15 style rifles, took position near stores and businesses, saying they intended to fill a vacuum uh, left by a Vacuum left by a law enforcement. Some had stood near the gas stations 
Wow. Whereas Tuesday night shooting began with a confrontation just before midnight. Cell phone videos from before Tuesday night shooting show police officers taking on civilians for being on the streets after curfew and, and handing them bottles of water. Officials said Wednesday that they could not commit, I mean, comment in detail on the video. That's the mess, man. <laughs> Let me explain something to you that's about to happen. They finna start a damn race war. They keep this foolishness up. Black folks are getting sick and tired of being sick and tired. You know what I'm saying? Black black folks are going to start lashing out. And I don't know if white folks want that, to be honest with you. I know they got a bunch of AR, AR-15 and a bunch of all these and that, this and that. But, um... They can't shoot but one damn gun at a time. And we come, we come in, we come in a blaze. And I don't know if hmm. they want that. They, I don't know if they're ready for that because I don't know if white folks know it or not. But they not the, the they call us the minority, but we not the minority. We are the majority right now. We have more black oh, yeah. folks in our communities than white. We 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 are are um, reproducing at a at a faster rate. White folks are fizzling out. They keep on. They're going to be uh, non-existent real soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you ever start a race war, I guarantee you, we ain't going to have the best guns, but we're going to have the most damn guns. That's for sure. Well, it's a lot of, like you say, it's a lot of racial unrest. We'll, we'll be going in their house and getting their good guns and using them again. Okay, let's just. Let's digress, because we don't, you know, <laughs> listen, I don't need nobody knocking on my door. Hey, I'm uh, the what you peace mean? and grace of God and the blood of Jesus is on the doorpost, but I'm just being real with you. My husband got a gun, period. Uh, listen. You're a damn fool not to have one, period. Well, you know, like you said, like you said, look at the times we're in right now. You know, just exactly. like we on uh, on JD's head case, we had we had uh, uh, Charles Bonner on there talking. When he was talking, that it, it didn't sound like we we in such a different time. It, only right. thing different is only thing different is uh, we can read now, and we got guns. Do you get what I'm saying? And we can stand up. Right. On, you get what I'm saying? You want you want to you want them to do with that twelve hundred dollars? Go get you something to fire. Go get you something to fire. Come out. If you want to do something with that damn twelve hundred to help your household, go get you something to fire. Come out the end out. Uh, just in case this thing get a little too ignorant. If you ain't already got something, you better go get you something. That's all I can tell you. Well, you know I got a couple of. I'm gonna start believing in the Second Amendment rights. The rights to bear arms. I, I I agree with that, and I don't want nobody to uh, not be able to uh, to uh, participate in the uh, uh, rights the bill that that they have in this country. The right to bear arms. All black folks need to get them some 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 arms to bear. That's all I can say. Well, like I say, this is the time that we're in right now, and. Uh, now, the right to bear arms, and you need to get you some Jesus. I don't, listen, I know people saying, well, you know, Jesus ain't on this, that, and the other, but let me tell you something. 
God can allow the, 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 the violence and everything to pass over your doorpost. I'm just saying. You listen, listen. I believe that our household is covered and protected in the blood of Jesus, but just like my husband said, you do have the right to bear arms. I'm just saying. I'm being, being with real. We have to function in wisdom. Now, not to just, oh, and, and some people say, well, it's too much. It's too hype. Everybody putting too much on it. What do you mean too, putting too much on it? People getting shot in the back. You guys, this man has been, been choked to death on the street uh, by a police officer. Come on. Black man shot out in the middle of the street. Another one just, I mean, come on. Kids being killed. All kinds of stuff. Black children just because of the color of their skin. I think that everybody that got some color in their skin, you need to operate in some wisdom. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. Because these these news reports are not going to stop. Because no. this report, think about it, J.D., it's reports right now. It, it, it's not reports. It's uh, murders right now that's happening that haven't even been reported. Right. Yeah, this is a, so, a, this is a, a, a occurrence. Uh, I don't know if we know it or not, but it, it's hunting season on black folks. And, and they they, they, uh, they doing it year-round. They, they, it ain't just a, a few months out of the year. It's year round where where your skin is your sin, and you need to uh, you need to be uh, mindful of that when when interacting with those other folks, with them clear folks. I'm not gonna say white; they clear. Yeah, them people is is is, is, is white is 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 like a sheet of paper. Them people there is well, is, is pink, clear, and all kind of damn colors. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's pink, clear, transparent, all that. Listen, listen, black families, black people, minorities, uh, majorities, we really are the majority. Hispanic, Asian, don't think it's a black thing. Now, what now? <laughs> because when it, when the racial, if, if the racial war was, to me, it's already started. You need to get yourself together. And what they call that lady Karen and all that, they be going off on folks. You need to go back where you came from. Talk to Hispanic people. Talk to Asian people. They talk. So don't sit back and think that you better than black folk. You starting to realize right now how they feel about every other race besides white folk. So and we that that's a topic for another show. All I'm saying. And if they really knew their history, they'd find out that everybody black. Let's move on. Let's move on. I don't wanna I don't wanna get nobody else too upset. All right. Well, when it's about that time. We've come to the end of two nineteen the talk. Uh-oh. So J D, go ahead and sign off now. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is your boy J D the Barber. Um and I I just wanted to uh say this has been a good talk, a a pertinent talk to what situation we have right now. If y'all sitting around watching that RNC, that Republican National Convention, just look at the uh foolishness that's being displayed on that television and the idiots 
that come out of the woodworks for this Republican National Convention. Uh, Donald Trump has a still has a strong following despite all the lying, the hustling, the cheating, the stealing, the killing. We have uh, a commander in thief in the office. Not a commander in chief. He's the commander in thief. He's stealing the whole damn country. He stole the election last time. Let's not let him steal it this time. Let's get out and vote. Let's get uh, this clown out of office. Let's end this damn circus that we've had for the last three years, now going on four. Let's end this Ringling Brothers showcase and get this damn clown out of office. Get your behind up. Get your behind registered. Get your behind out there and vote. I don't care either. Hey, look, let me tell you something. This has gotten so crucial. It's really to the point where it's vote or die. We need to take each other to the poll. Hell, if you know your next door neighbor ain't got no damn ride to the election, hell, take them with you. Go knock on their damn door and say, hey, man, you, you voted yet? Don't ask them what the, who they voted for. Just say, hey, man, did you vote yet? No. All right, well, get in the car with me. Let's go. We finna go up here now. I don't give a damn who you vote for. Just get out and vote. But let's, I, I'm just letting you know it's time to get this damn clown out of office. So, uh, again, 219 to talk. I appreciate the forum. I appreciate the opportunity to talk and discuss these issues. But black people, we got to get our things together, man. Back to you, Queenie. All right, y'all. We love you. This song is, well, it's our first 219 to talk intro, and it says freedom. So, we'll talk to you next Thursday. 219 to talk. diabolical snooze button. Seems innocent enough, but if you're not careful, you could be trading a day full of possibilities for nine minutes of pillow purgatory. Because you gotta be up for inspiration to show up. Know anyone like that? Bank of Texas. We go above so you can go beyond. Bank of Texas is a trademark of BOKF NA. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.